Happy Sunday, sports world. How's it going? Chris Dell here, co-host of the Family Feud Sports Podcast on Go Baller FFS, here to bring you our weekly NFL Quick Picks podcast. And apologies for the delay here, sports world. We've been stuck in a crazy move back and forth, getting into some new digs, boxes, and just a ton of clutter and crap everywhere. But we're, we're pulling through here, and we're getting, re- getting ready for an exciting day of football. I got the godfather, Mr. Allen Dell, with me here, former Tampa Bay Bucks insider, and just jumping right into things, talking about the 1 o'clock games. We got the Vikings at the Washington Redskins. Sharp money coming in. The Vikings opened up as a three-point favorite, now only a one-point favorite in this game. Redskins looking like one of the teams to beat after their big upset over Seattle last week. I got the Vikings on the road in this game. I think they're a better team. And I think they cover a one-point spread and win by maybe a field goal in this one. What say you, Mr. Allendale? I got the Vikings 24-21 over the Skins. Yeah, I think you're way off base. Uh, Kirk Cousins showed what he can do last week with his upset over Seattle. At Seattle, the house of doom. Um, they got the quarterback edge, the Redskins, and I like them winning 24-21. All right, so looks like we flip-flopped that one. We'll see what happens there. Green Bay Packers division game at the Chicago Bears. Brett Hundley versus Trubisky. How about that? Trubisky, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I can say playing well, but the Bears are playing well since he became starting quarterback. Um, but they've been winning games uh, by very close margins, and I don't really know if they can score that many points, but I think they have enough to pull this one out at home. They're four-and-a-half-point favorites. That's surprisingly big for me. I got the Bears winning in a, in a very low-scoring game, 17-15, to 15, not covering the spread but winning against the Packers. What say you? Yeah, I, li- I like the Bears. Uh, Green Bay's quarterback situation, obviously, is in peril, even though Brett Hundley someday may turn out to be all right. Uh, I like the Bears. Defensive struggle, 20-14. to 14. Okay, how about the – Pittsburgh Steelers at the Indianapolis Colts, and I mean, not many, not much respect for the Colts in this one. Steelers favored by ten and a half. What you got in this one? Well, uh, I like Pittsburgh. I, I don't know about ten and a half, but I, I got Pittsburgh winning. 27-21, so they don't cover the spread, but they win the game. I'll take Pittsburgh by almost two scores in this one, 34-21. I, I like the home team and the Colts being an underdog in a possible trap game, but the Colts' defense has been so porous this year, I just don't see it happening. Martavis Bryant coming back, Juju Smith-Schuster. Big Ben's got weapons out there. I think the Steelers roll in this one. L.A. Chargers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars favored by five points in this game, and which makes no sense to me at all. Chargers have been a pretty damn good team in the last four weeks. I got the Chargers winning outright on the road. Call this an upset special? I don't really look at it as an upset, but hey, what have you, man? Chargers 24, Jacksonville 19. Philip Crimea Rivers gets the victory today. What say you? I think you were reading my notes, so you're doing a little <laughs> cheating there. But uh, yeah, I like the Charges. I think it's time for Jacksonville to come back down to earth. Philip Rivers knows he needs to win this game when he absolutely needs to win. He's usually pretty good. So I like the Charges. 28-14. Rivers versus Bortles, man. That's all I can say about that one. The New York Gents against your beloved Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Bucks, actually the favorite at home in this game. How in the hell did that happen? What are the odds makers? Who are they trying to trick in this one? Yeah. Tampa Bay fans, how about that? Uh, you know, the blinded Tampa Bay faithful. I got the Jets out right. McCown comes in, maybe struggles a little bit, but the Jets got enough on both sides to win this game. 28-21. What say you, Gang yeah, Green? This is interesting. It's two former two quarterbacks going against their for, former team, Fitzpatrick for the Bucks, McCown 
for the Jets. Gunslingers, baby. Yeah, McCown had a miserable time uh, at the Bucks, but maybe it was their fault. Uh, maybe that was the Lovey Smith days. I, I, McCown's over a top 10 quarterback fantasy football right now. Yes, he's, he got, he's got it, and it's not on fluke. He's very athletic. Jets are gonna Jets are gonna pull away 31-17. All right, so Cincinnati, my beloved Cincinnati. Talk about your beloved Bucks. How about my beloved Bungles, aka the Cincinnati Boners? Cincinnati at Tennessee, Mariota healthy. Tennessee opened up the week six-point favorites. They're now four and a half. So money going to Cincinnati, aka sharp money. I think the Titans still have enough. Twenty-six to twenty. Uh, Look for a late pick six or some type of Bengals turnover late because we've been seeing that a lot lately this season. What say you in that one? Yeah, I like Tennessee. They're the clutch team. It, it always seems to depend on how healthy Marcus Mariota is, how well he can move around. Uh, but he's proven to be a winner in the clutch. He sure is doing a lot better than Jameis Winston this year. Remember when they were 1-2 and two back centuries ago. I like Tennessee 24-16. Okay, so covering the spread for you as well. We're going to jump right into the, the, the next group of games here in part two of our NFL Quick Picks podcast for week 10. We'll be right back. And we're back here, part two of our NFL Quick Picks for week 10. And jumping right into the last two 1 p.m. games, we got the New Orleans Saints at the Buffalo Bills. Drew Brees going up north. Saints actually favored by two on the road here. And this is a case where both teams play very well at home. Uh, the Bills' defense has been uh, very high in forcing turnovers this year, but you made a good point last week that you can't count on those to happen all season, right? You got to limit yards, you got to limit points. So that kind of scares me with Buffalo here. As much as I want to pick them in the upset, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a one point game here. I, I think Breeze uh, has enough to maybe make a last second, last minute drive in this one to pull it out. I got the Saints 28, Bills 27. Not enough for the Saints to cover the spread in this game. What say you, Mr. Yeah, Allendale? Yeah. Quarterback dilemma for you, Drew Brees or, or Jared Goff, man? Well, I went with Goff in my fantasy team. I like Drew Brees. I like the Saints, but this is a tough one. Buffalo's four and zero at home. They play so much better at home. It's like night and day. And as we know, Breeze doesn't do that well on the road. You don't know how the weather is going to affect him. So I, I'm going to go with Buffalo. He can have a close one, 31-20. That, that'll wind up snapping the Saints' six-game winning yeah, streak. Well, so that's that's my hesitation there. But I, I I really like Buffalo a lot. Tyrod Taylor, very underrated quarterback. And going into our last 1 p.m. game, Cleveland Browns at the Detroit Lions. Detroit favored by 10 in this game. I don't see any reason why they shouldn't cover this spread. I got Detroit winning big. They're, they're uh, as my as my guy JT Looney on Fox Sports says they're bum, they're the bum slayers of the NFL. The Browns are bums. I got Detroit thirty, Cleveland thirteen. What say you? Yeah, Matthew Stafford, uh, fourteen touchdowns, four interceptions. I like him. There's nothing to like about Cleveland. I got a feeling that they're going to do some house clean, cleaning pretty soon. Hey, uh, and so the maybe they'll clean Hugh Jackson out of there, man. Yeah, Cleveland clowns. Uh, unfortunately, that. Mantra keeps going, so I like Detroit winning 31-21. Okay, so so you said you got Jared Goff over Drew Brees in your fantasy, and you, yeah. so you're benching your star quarterback for, for the young and upcoming Jared Goff. Jared Goff and the Rams at home, 12.5-point favorites. That's a big spread right there. Uh, they're against the Houston Texans. Man, just imagine if it would have been Deshaun Watson against Jared Goff. This might have been the game of the week right here. Um, you know, and, and definitely that last one between the Saints and the Bills, I think that one was the hardest to, to pick this week for sure. But this game might be the easiest one to pick this week. I think the Rams have no problem covering. Tom Savage can't move the ball. That Houston, Texas offense is struggling. Rams are high octane. They're a very good football team. Rams win big, 34-20 to 20 and cover the spread. What say you? Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to go with the, with the Rams. Uh, Houston's got all kinds of problems, offense, defense. Unfortunately, because of injuries, uh, Texans are 3-5. and five. 
Uh, they're hurting in the quarterback position. Yeah, Tom Savage. Wow, I think I could go in there and help. Oh, so I like uh, Detroit rolling. I'm excuse me. Oh, you like the Rams rolling? Yeah, I like the Rams rolling. I'm gonna go for big on this one, 41-17. I think those those two last games we picked, Detroit and Rams, could be the two biggest uh, margin of victories for this week's for, sh- for sure, and maybe the most competitive or at least the most uh, compelling game to watch for me here. They got you got the Fox four o'clock special, Dallas Cowboys at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons have obviously been disappointing this year since the Super Bowl hangover, but. They uh, just ended a three-game road tilt. They're going back home to Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. I think that uh, this team is still pretty good. They've got the running backs. They've got the weapons at receiver. Matt Ryan is still there. Atlanta favored by three and a half. I think this game is very close. I don't see them covering more than a field goal. If it was two and a half, I would say maybe. I got Atlanta winning this game at home. But it's going to be a close one, 27-24. Do not cover the spread against the Cowboys. Yeah, what you got? And the Cowboys don't have Elliott, Primea River, Atlanta. I think they're going to turn around. I don't think they're that that bad as their 4-4 four four record might indicate. Right. I, like, I like them 24-17. Okay, how about the last 4 o'clock game? We got your New York Giants and your man Ben McAdoo, man, just making disciplinary changes and rules all over the place. Uh, Giants at the Niners, the official Mud Bowl of Week 10, absolutely hands down. San Francisco started off as one-and-a-half-point favorites. This line has shifted almost five points. The Giants are now three-point favorites on the road. I've been thinking San Francisco's getting close. They're getting close. This is the exact ailment uh, or potion or whatever you want to call it that they need. San Francisco drinks the juice, gets their first W of the win, 21-17. to Go Niners. Yeah, I don't understand why... The Niners are not going to play Jimmy Garoppolo unless they change their mind. It makes no sense. Why did they get him? So uh, I'm going to take Eli and the boys in a close, ugly game, 24-20. All right, there. We're going to go into our Sunday night and Monday night games and our final segment of our NFL Quick Picks for Week 10. We'll be right back. All right, now that we got those 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games out of the way, time to focus on the grind time, prime time. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's Sunday night and Monday night football here. Back with a bonus edition of our NFL Week 10 Quick Picks podcast with myself, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, and Mr. Alan Dell, the godfather, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer. And, you know, if you would have circled this game at the beginning of the season, you could say this would have been arguably between two Super Bowl contenders with the Broncos defense and obviously the Patriots coming off their Super Bowl victory. Um, But not the case in this one. Patriots favored by seven on the road at Mile High Stadium. Denver just, you know, playing the worst football maybe out of almost any team in the league right now. Losers of four straight, right? Broncos sitting at three and five. Uh, talk about a must-win, right? I mean, th- this has got to be a must-win game for the Broncos. They've lost their last four games. They've scored 10, 0, 19, and 23. So nothing going on the offensive side for them. Obviously giving up 51 last week to Philly. Um, I-, I think New England rolls. They have actually haven't been playing that well this year, despite you know having a good record. Uh, you know, New England's sitting there at 6-2, and two, so you got winners of four straight against losers of four straight. I don't think anything changes in this one. I got New England winning 28 to 17, enough to cover the spread, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's a little more. What you got in this one? Yeah, I'm, the, the, the sideshow is pretty interesting. Brock Osweiler and John Elway, uh, the, <laughs> well, this is like the love-hate relationship. Uh, Talk about the clownies. Yeah, Elway was madly in love with him, and then he hated him, now he's back, and I, I don't know what he's doing. The quarterback situation is a mess for Denver. And John Elway needs to go back and look in the mirror. So I, I, I the, the 
New England has its problems, but I think they're going to roll, even if their defense struggles a little bit in that high altitude. So I, I'd like New England win, winning 34-21. 34-21, and looks like New England, New England will move to 7-2 and two if they get this win. And they're sitting atop the AFC. The only three teams with six wins in the AFC are the Pittsburgh, New England, and then KC, which is 6-3, and three, uh, going into their bye week this week. So those teams will be evened out, and New England will be ahead of KC if they wind up winning this week. Uh, so it could be just the Steelers and, uh, and Patriots sitting, sitting alone together at the top of the AFC next week. Uh, how about going into our Monday night football game and a battle of uh, NFC and AFC teams? we got the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you know, actually quite a surprise, I guess, to at least Dolphins fans this year. Uh, you know, coming in with all the quarterback controversy, now getting rid of JHI. They still found a way to win games this year some way or another with the new coach. And uh, the Panthers are favored big at home. Uh, Caroline opened up as 10-point favorites in the week. They're now 9-point favorites at home in what could be a lower-scoring game with two of the maybe better defenses in the league. Uh, you know, Carolina's kind of, you know, showed you at times that they could be a Super Bowl contender. They could be playoff contenders. They've won two straight. Uh, you know, looking at the Miami Dolphins, I mean, this is a team that sitting at four and four. I guess you don't know which week which team's going to show up. Um, I, I say because of Monday night, this game is a little bit competitive, but I think the Carolina wins this one, albeit not enough to cover the spread. I got Carolina twenty-eight, Miami twenty, uh, eight-point win for Carolina, but but maybe uh, still a chance for Miami to get it in the end. So, so I'm looking for a one-possession game here. Yeah, the Panthers have the top-rated defense in the NFL. They're giving up only two hundred seventy-four point. One yards per game, which fits, I guess, right into Jay Cutler. Uh, he doesn't usually throw for a lot of yards, not in these days. So, uh, and Cam Newton is, is n- maybe not the Cam Newton of old, but he's showing a knack to get the yardage when he really needs to do it. Uh, I like them at home. I like their defense. Uh, Miami's lost two straight. I think they're going to make it three straight. I, I just don't think they have the weapons, uh, even though Jarvis Landry may tell you he's the best receiver in the league. Uh, so I, I, I like it. I like Cam. I like the Carolina Panthers and a defensive struggle. I'll take them 17-10. 17-10 for you, so not enough to cover the spread either. And look at the Miami Dolphins talking about a team, Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, although they're 4-4, four and four, they're, they've lost two straight, so they're looking to get back off the schneid here. They've actually been in their eight games combined. They have a, a scoring differential of minus 63 points. The Dolphins have been beaten badly by a few teams this year. And looking at the Panthers, man, six and three, sitting atop a very crowded top of the NFC with Philly eight and one, Saints six and two, Vikings six and two, Rams, Seahawks, Panthers, all with six wins. Uh, so a lot of shakeup could be expected here in the next week, and we'll really start getting an idea of who's in the playoff race and who's not. Uh, who's not after this week? I'll tell you that for sure. But uh, we appreciate your ear and listening to our NFL Week Ten Quick Picks podcast, and we'll see you next week. Anything to leave him with, Mr. Allen Dell? Uh, watch out for Christian McCaffrey in that game. I think he's going to have a big one. Oh, fantasy bias all day, man. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend watching football. Peace out.